0: Less than 2,000. The podcast.
1: Welcome to NBA Jam. That game was f***ing sick. He's heating up. Double Dribble on Nintendo was awesome, right? I mean, I used to actually sit and play with my dad. I was like, you know, eight years old, you know, and I mean, and just the 2D, like, you know, with the two buttons and and, and all that. And the opening was Double Dribble. Double Dribble. Then NBA Jam comes out and it was like, he's on fire. You're, you're doing flip dunks from half court and you're shooting stuff up two on two. That arcade game was one of the coolest games you could ever play. And I have exactly one, one massive complaint. Fuck you, Jordan, for not letting him use your name. <laughs> You know that's it you know (laughs) the history behind that. I actually don't know the history I just know he wouldn't do it because he was afraid ever what I heard as a kid was that He was too worried. Everybody would just want to play as him (laughs) Uh, Here's what happened. So he had a, a Nike
0: deal the Nike deal was so big that it was actually bigger than the NBA players Association licensing deal and like I don't know if Nike wouldn't sign off on it or whatever, but they could not they could not use Jordan because of the conflicting Nike deal. Which is think about that, bigger than the players association. Wait bigger than the NBA license. So you mean you mean really
1: all this time I have Nike to blame? Yeah, those Air Jordans that you like so much. Yeah, I just got a whole bunch of ones and threes, and now I'm like, pairs of Nike (laughs) Jordans.
0: I'm kind of pissed now. High tops and everything. So, yeah, made by little slave children in Taiwan.
1: Way to go, man.
0: Let's not get into that.
1: Hey, you know what? No, my buddy's buddy's brother is is an actual engineer for Nike, like, develops the shoes and stuff. It's pretty dope. Yeah.
0: Here, here we thought this episode would be really straightforward and we wouldn't have to cut out a bunch of rambling crap. And here we are talking about... <laughs> is anything ever going to be that straightforward? So, so a legend has it that Jordan wanted to be in it, but he couldn't... He wanted to play as himself. So, legend has it there is a Michael Jordan version out there that was made specifically for him. No just what I saw on you mean like, like
1: they made they, <laughs> Wikipedia never lies you mean to tell me he had a version made then there's one copy his that he can play where he can play as Michael Jordan as Michael Jordan can you imagine
0: I mean, that would be just so incredible. So yeah, before before this, we had 1986's NES Double Dribble, which was a decent basketball simulation. It was really, really basic mm-hmm. uh, and 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 not very good on the eyes. Then there was Arch Rivals, which was an arcade game, 1989. And that one had, like, punching. You could punch each other. It was kind of like a combat meets basketball oh, version. Oh, yeah, I
1: forgot about that.
0: And then there's NBA Jam, and it blew the roof off of everything. Now, believe it or not, you may not realize this kids but because because nowadays games are so ubiquitous it's just part of like everyday american society everybody plays them all worldwide boys girls everybody but there was in fact a time when video games were not necessarily cool you were kind of a nerd if you still played video games beyond a certain age
1: i remember those days and and, and
0: there's kind of an awkward phase where you kind of grow out of things like teenage mutant ninja turtles and all this stuff well and this was kind of that age, you know, 12, 13-ish. Well, NBA Jam made it okay. One, it was sports. Two, it had the best graphics. It had those digitized graphics with the with the photorealistic facial animations. Uh, and Just graphics that you hadn't seen before. So that made it cool. And then there was the sounds. There was the, the, the voice. The, He's heating up. He's on fire. Facial from downtown. Uh, all of that stuff just made it cool to be in the arcade again.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you know, at that point in time, we were, you know, we were just discovering girls and girls did not want to go to the arcade. But if you told them about NBA Jam, it was okay. They wanted to play it because it, it, it didn't take a whole lot of skill. I mean, it was all about dunking. It took everything that is most amazing about NBA basketball and said, we're just going to make a game where... Forget having to like worry about passing five on five, knowing how to play, running plays. you know? no, just go down and dunk the ball from the free throw line. Yeah. You know, and if you doing don't... doing flips in the air and just you know. And remember, that was right after Shaq had actually broken the rim. Yes, remember what the first time he actually shattered and yeah. brought down the. Yeah, and they put that into the game. That was so like, cool. If you did it just right, you could hang just long enough. Ah, pull it down and it would shatter (laughs) this
0: is is I mean the the flaming basketball if if you shot like a regular jump shot in that game without it being a three uh, three pointer you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like it was all about the dunks. It was all about... Dunks and threes. Dunks and threes. And then, and then if you if you hit three shots in a row without the other team getting one, you were on fire. And then suddenly your shot was like a heat-seeking missile. You could take sh- shots from like the half court line basically and get three pointers. And it was, it was just <laughs> such a creative way to play basketball.
1: Yep. You know, here's what's interesting because think about this. In 1993, around that time, uh, Super Nintendo was already out, right? Yep. Like the games in home gaming was starting to become a bigger thing. You already had Atari, Nintendo. Now Super Nintendo is out. Things were starting Sega. to grow. Sega, you're starting to grow and change. This game generated for actual arcades one billion in quarters. It this thing basically brought back. Gaming to the arcade. You're you're not cool if you go and play a pew
0: pew shooter game. But you go play NBA Jam. You're the <laughs> you're the, you're amazing. And, and 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 the and the NBA was really cool at that time. The NBA was like a, a was was a really cool era. Oh,
1: so, it was amazing. I mean, it was such a fun time for the NBA.
0: Charles Barkley was on the Suns. You know, Dominique Wilkins on the uh, uh, the Hawks, the Utah Jazz, Karl Malone and John Stockton. I remember since there was no MJ. The coolest guy in the game was Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> on the MG, on the on the Orlando Magic. And the thing is, you had only two players on the original. And and so if somebody played as Shaq, who was by it, far the coolest it, guy in the Shaq game. Was it Shaq and
1: Hardway? Who was
0: it? it? It was Scott Skiles. No way. That tiny Scott. little white guy. <laughs> With a, Shaq? With Shaq. So you are the biggest, most badass player. But somebody, if you wanted to play on the same team, you had to play this little dinky little white guy who
1: was good at threes.
0: But I mean.
1: <laughs> I wonder how many people fought. All right, when teams of four, when four people came up to play, the arguments that happened, no, I'm going to be Shaq. No, you be the other dude. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the other guy? I want to be Shaq. Scott Skiles.
0: I remember, you know, I, I lived in Phoenix for years, and Scott Skiles became the coach of the Phoenix Suns. Head coach of the Phoenix Suns. I still thought of him as the little white dude with Shaq on NBA Jam. I don't care how accomplished of a basketball coach he was. And then, you know, if I couldn't get Shaq, it was Charles Barkley. Uh, just because it was, it he was, he almost had the same stats. Power was a stat, dunk was a stat, and, and so those were those were kind of my
1: guys. Yeah, I always stayed away from Barkley because of you. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> Not because you would pick him if it wasn't Shaq. It was just, you loved Charles Barkley and you gave me so, you actually gave me a lot of crap for liking Michael Jordan. Right. And I don't know if it was just because you wanted to make sure that you hated something I liked, or if it was just you wanted to have your own voice, but you were like fascinated with the Suns and with Charles Barkley. So on principle, even though I liked Charles Barkley, I can't, I can't play him. I can't, I can't be him. Even when you weren't there. Sorry. Here, here's the deal with that. I was a troll
0: even back then. Even uh. as a little boy, I if something was popular, I had to hate on it. So because MJ was the, the a mind-blowingly by far and away the best player anybody had ever seen, and certainly the most popular of our lifetimes, way better than, you know, blurry bird and magic johnson, couldn't even come close. I, I had to hate on the Chicago Bulls. I had to be the the bad guy. I had to everybody liked it, so I couldn't. So I liked Clyde Drexler and the and the and the Blazers. I liked, you know, the, the Phoenix Suns. I can't remember who they played in the, the first one. But I was always on the other side. And that and because of that, I never played as Charles Barkley. I remember when Michael Jordan finally retired with the Wizards. This was in 2002, three or four. I remember calling you because I was sad because it finally hit me the greatest basketball player of all time just retired and that's when i suddenly like jordan you remember that yeah, i saying, do i do now that he's and gone I, 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 and what's funny as is a th- wizard
1: i think what was and the thing is i think when you were sad, i was like in my mind i think i was like About didn't time. he retired years ago like i never <laughs> counted the wizards like he was already gone i mean it was kind of there was one moment where you went yes he's back and then like A game later, I was like, "Eh." So that
0: was NBA Jam 1993. Then they come out with Tournament Edition in 94, and that one was a step up. It took everything you loved. It took away a couple things, though. It took away Shaq. It took away Barkley. That killed me. But uh, you suddenly had three players to choose from, and you could rotate in and out.
1: Uh, that part was pretty cool. Yeah, that and, part and, and everybody was pretty had cool. Different
0: stats and every and and stamina was a stat, so you had to rotate in the third character every once in a while. You
1: couldn't just go down and dominate with like perfect stamina at all times to the whole game anymore.
0: And, and then you had then you had the the uh, you know the three players that you could rotate in and out. This is the one with the Charlotte Hornets being the sh-t. Alonzo Mourning, Larry Johnson, and Little Muggsy Bogues. That was that was my guy.
1: That was my team. Uh, I have to correct you. According to Wikipedia, actually, Terminant Edition came out in 95. No kidding. So the NBA Jam Arcade was released. Th- it, the reason it felt like it was new is because they were repackaging NBA Jam Arcade, and then in 94, they did the Game Gear and Sega Genesis and SNES version. So it came out in 93, then it came out for Home Entertainment 94. Then it hit Game Boy November of ninety four, so like eight months, nine months, like eight months later. Then it came out for Game Boy. Then in February of ninety five, that's when the Arcade Tournament Edition came out. Ah. So we, it felt like. Oh, sweet. A new game is out. But really, they just kept, it was so popular. They just kept remaking the same game and releasing it on different platforms over the course of a year and a half to two years. And and, and it makes sense.
0: You know, you mentioned the billion dollars. It raised a billion dollars in quarters, the original one. And, and part of the reason for that was, at least when it first came out, you paid per quarter to play and it was 50 cents it was two quarters to play one quarter so to play a whole game which was probably maybe 10 15 minutes total 15 20 minutes total maybe two dollars but that's
1: insane for 1993 and just in in the arcade this is not home entertainment this is not People buying the game. Yeah, and keep in mind, this is this is down the kind of, you know, arcades were going down
0: at this point because the co- home consoles were so good. SNES, Sega kind of brought you that arcade experience at home, largely, not completely. But NBA Jam and Mortal Kombat were such great graphics and so unique that you really couldn't get that at home originally. So it made you go back out. And, and drop quarters in. Because really, before NBA Jam came out, I think the last really cool game was probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which would have been maybe 90, yeah. 91. Uh,
1: the Simpsons arcade was pretty sweet. That was amazing. Um, uh, And then the T2 arcade uh, game. Yeah, those four-player games were awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: I love those four-player games. Yes. I'll never forget when you... Uh, y- I uh, you I loved Alonzo Morning so much. You traded me an Alonzo Morning like draft pick card for a Michael Jordan card, and then you showed me the Beckett.
1: I already had the Beckett that had already come out and you didn't know. <laughs> and
0: I and I You totally paid me got cash.
1: Released. Yeah, you paid me cash. <laughs> you gave me the card and you gave cash. me the card like forty dollars cash and then realized that the card had dropped in value. And You know <laughs> oh, mine had increased. Yeah. The Michael Jordan card because it was the scoring king's card. That one had launched to be worth, you know. Didn't have lightning behind no, yeah, it and everything. yeah, lightning behind it, yeah. And, 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 and I, but I your Alonzo morning card had dropped in you, price. and You, you took a picture of it.
0: Yeah. There was an actual photo of me looking pissed from just the moment of realization. Another team that was awesome on Tournament Edition, the San Antonio Spurs. It had David Robinson, Sean Elliott, but mainly it had uh, it had Dennis Rodman. Who was like yes he hadn't completely gone off the deep end by 94.95 but he was definitely an out there character he had the colorful hair he wasn't doing drag or anything yet but it was he was an awesome character his toughness his power was way up his rebounding stat was way up that was another team I played all the time
1: he was at the he was at the Bulls before that right yes yeah okay uh I know he joined the Bulls after the Spurs he oh, was on he? the second run with,
0: wasn't he on the second yeah, run? Yeah, he was
1: the second one. With the Bulls right, on right. the second That was such run. a weird, when I hear, I, I don't even really remember that he was part of the Bulls team. Like, I don't remember him being part of the team. This NBA
0: Jam and Tecmo Super Bowl are the two best sports games in, for my money.
1: Tecmo <laughs>
0: Nothing ever had to get better than that. All
1: right, we'll have to talk about that later. Like that, I want to talk to you about.
0: You know how Arcade One Up is releasing? They've already released Mortal Kombat trilogy on the little mini, uh, mm-hmm. like three quarters. stance. July of 2020, twenty twenty, they're releasing
1: NBA Jam. Are they really? Yep, five ninety nine is the sticker on it so we could get like a little arcade version is it the original it's the original right it's the original one just see their stick so they know so they, they go they're like we're not making any money on everything yeah. else Go back to the original. You're going to get a whole bunch of people who actually buy this thing. If they're smart,
0: if they're smart, they'll do the two-in-one, the original and tournament edition. Yeah. Just like the, the Mortal Kombat arcade one-up version is all three of them. Yeah. That's what they should do. That's
1: absolutely what they the do. The Turtles one
0: is the original Turtles arcade game and the Turtles in Time. Is it really? Yeah. So oh, that's I, great. So I, th- I, I think I'm definitely going to have to buy all of those. If they come out with a Simpsons one, I'm definitely going to have to get it.
1: Every year... You know, my wife and I actually go to the arcade on her birthday, and we go to Dave and Buster's on her birthday, and we play play video games. But there is no experience that has ever come close to matching the years, the early 90s, when you'd go into an arcade with a sack full of quarters, and you could play Simpsons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, NBA Jam, the T2 stand-up arcade. The games that we grew up with at the arcade we're f- amazing.